Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. We're at the spot, the place where the conversation is pointed. The guests are sharp. The responses are never dull. Today, we have a doctor of of, uh, chiropractic, Dr. Tanya English. She's going to talk to us about the correlation between blues singing, chiropractic, and quantum healing. Now, I asked her in the green room before we got started, I said, you can actually assist people virtually through chiropractic she said absolutely so we're going to get absolutely on that and i am so excited because i love a good adjustment a good neck cracking and back cracking but it's more than that it's also the chakras it's also releasing a lot of tension uh chiropractic is good for the mind the soul the body the spine all that and then some so let's welcome her to the show how are you dr tanya I'm good. Thanks for having me, April. Hi, Brains. How are you? Hey, 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 hey. So first, let's dial back. How did you find yourself in this space, and how do you show up in the world? I show up as a healer and a blues singer, and also as a mother and a wife and a bonus mom for my two girls. And I um, I came to healing um, very young. I actually, I read a passage that said, all these things you can do and even greater than these, if you but believe and do it in my name. And I said, oh, good. Then I'll be able to heal people. Mm-hmm. That's bad. <laughs> and so what, what that led to was actually, it led to me um, finding what my gifts were. And one of my gifts is to be able to speak publicly and to um, pretend. So I went into theater about 15 years old and studied theater until I was 23. And then I took a big left turn and went to massage therapy school and was massage therapist for several years and really liked working in chiropractic offices where I had healing happen for me and was able to keep track of patients there and be in a safe space as a massage therapist. That's very important. And um, I thought, well, why don't I just go be a chiropractor? So I moved from the East Coast to Iowa, where chiropractic was founded in Davenport, Iowa, and I ended up staying here. Look at you. I heard Iowa is such a pretty place. I have a girlfriend that uh, was a real estate uh, broker, and she had a lot of property there. She said she just loves it. It's majestic. It's peaceful. And she said she felt in alignment. So I had no idea. Maybe she was talking about chiropractic. But how did you... uh, springboard into quantum healing because that's different that's more energy that's more a little bit more metaphysical or correct me if i'm wrong well it is and it isn't because we're we're all metaphysical beings we're all made of vibration and a quantum leap is a very small leap it's a leap of one electron to one space to another Mm. and that changes the the whole molecule right if an electron moves then it's a different thing And so what happens in chiropractic 
chiropractic philosophy is remove interference and the body heals. Well, it's the same thing everywhere. Remove interference and the body heals, just like dialing in a radio. Yeah. You don't want to listen to a radio station through static. You want to like get a clear signal. Yeah. So when you're talking about brains, that's the central nervous system, the brain and the spinal cord. In chiropractic, we don't want anything interfering with that because all of the nerves that come off of the brain and the spinal cord go to organs, go mm -hmm. to how, how our body works. And we don't have to know how, to, how it works. We just have to know that it does work right. or it's not work. And so it's the same philosophy in everything. If you remove interference, the body heals. If you remove interference, it knows what to do. It has an intelligence to it. So quantum healing is about removing interference too. So I use lots of different modalities to do that. And mostly what we're working on is emotions. Because when we suppress emotions, the body doesn't know how to deal with that in a healthy way because you we're think? suppressing something, <laughs> because we're suppressing something that needs to be acknowledged and released. So the kind of adjusting that I do online with people has a lot more to do with how we're getting their subconscious to be in present time instead of doing stuff from the past that it's memorized. Does that make sense? Now, is this something it makes perfect sense? Is this yeah. something that is a trained modality, or is this something that you developed in conjunction with others, or is this a part of you know chiropractic? Well, there's lots of different modalities, but the way I put them all together is totally my own. Mm -hmm. So I can go from doing one modality to another, and you won't know that I'm moving from one modality to another because it's seamless. Wow. So I'm asking, my job is to remain clear so that I can get the information from source, directly from source, using my intuitive abilities to help you do the healing that you need. So my job is to be a good conduit and to report back what I'm finding. And I wanted to ask you about that. As a conduit, how do you make sure that you're not clogged? Uh, you're taking on, <laughs> a, really, I mean, you're taking on a lot of energy. You're taking on people's sickness. You're taking yes. on trauma. Well, I'm not taking it on. Actually, what I'm doing is I'm helping them release it. Right. So I can say, I'm like channeling through you in a way. No, yeah, it isn't. It isn't. What's what's channeling through me is source, God energy. So I don't get tired doing it. I don't, it doesn't wear me out. I don't take on anybody else's stuff because okay. I'm protected by the source of all it is. Just like we all are. We're all protected. Well, what we happens, are protected, but some people know how to put that armor on and other people, well, and a lot of people are a little, uh, still to this day, uh, chiropractic and acupuncture uh, and emotional freedom technique. They don't think that the tapping into these pressure points, but these are ancient China's, Chinese philosophies that have been around for centuries that have healed people before we had... Mm -hmm you know, minimally evasive surgeries or extractions or blood tests. So this is very tried and true. This is proven. It's very similar. So all of those things together, and I, I know my connection is a little unstable, so I'll just talk until you come back on. No, um, all of those modalities have one thing in common. They don't take anything away from the body and they don't put anything into the body. 
They don't take okay. anything away and they don't put anything in. In other words, we're not taking parts out and we're not putting stuff in. What we're doing is creating a situation so that the pattern that is stuck becomes unstuck. Mm, okay. That makes good sense. So the patterns the that the body does physiologically life. that are. No, no. I said, yeah. I remember the first time I had my first chiropractic experience. I was a nervous wreck. I was like, Oh Lord, they're going to, but they're going to break my neck or whatever. But it was so relieving in a matter of seconds, but you still, again, like when you get yeah. acupuncture, you still have to rest and let the body settle back into that because that's a lot. Yeah. With that manipulation. Well, I don't do any forceful adjusting with my patients. I do all low force and non-force. I use an activator to adjust because it's about 10 times faster than I could ever do it with my hands. So we're not trying to stress the body to get it to adjust. What we're doing is letting the body rest and finding where the stuck places are. We do that through muscle testing. That's for people here. This is an activator. This is the way I adjust. So I can do this. That's how fast it adjusts. That's a chiropractic technique. Yeah. Wow. So instead of me trying to twist you into a position so that I can get the bone to move, I'm using the activator very fast, very quick. Because mass times acceleration, mass times acceleration equals force. So if you have a lot of acceleration really fast you don't need a lot of mass behind it it's really quick and so the body can't tense up against that it's very fast now the other technique that i do that has very no force at all and that's bioenergetic synchronization technique we call it best for short and that works on the subconscious emotional memories that are keeping the body in this negative pattern that's a really simple you are ahead of the curve because I have never <laughs> seen that. I used to get cupping. My girl is is not doing it right now. Uh, and she used to do it the old fashioned way with the balls, which I absolutely love. I, my husband thinks the rings are sexy. <laughs> uh, but that, but um, now they do it with like a suction cup and it's not kind of the same thing, but I really like mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't think people will be as intimidated when they see an activator versus you know, when they go, no, because they're laying with the, when I'm, when they're coming into the office, they're laying face down on the table and I'm having them do different movements that correspond to different areas of the vertebrae, but I don't do any of that online. What I do online is emotional freedom technique. I do best online. I do guided meditation. I do theta healing. I do a whole bunch of different things that I'm working with people all over the world. In fact, I was just online with a client today in Ireland. I've hit every major continent so far. And so what what happens when we're working online is I'm connecting with the person's energy and I'm actually asking source, what do they need today? What is it that they need right now? So sometimes I'll have my client make a list of the things that they want to work on number it and then i'll just ask what number on the list Mm. and then i'll get the number and i'll say okay look at your list and look at that number tell me how that how does that feel on a scale of zero to ten zero it doesn't bother you at all and ten it's worse than anything and i I was working with somebody today and they're like oh that's about an eight we got them down to zero so when they think about that item on their list it doesn't affect them physically and it's not supposed to because it's in the past. Your past isn't supposed to be running your physiology. 
Right. Your present is supposed to be running your physiology. Okay, but long-term effects. I mean, you know, you're not gonna, I wouldn't believe. Feeling joyful, feeling free, mm, <laughs> feeling okay. more joy and love in your, in your right. life. Okay, yeah. I get that, I get that. So that's- Not being triggered by things, feeling calm and peaceful. That's what you get. Now, how did you include this modality? How did you become fortunate enough to be able to have an intuitive gift as well as the physical gift of chiropractic? Was it through the blues singing? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the intuitive gifts came to me when I was very young. And I thought everybody had those. I could read people really quickly. And I thought that was just what people did. And I found out later, that's not what everybody does. In fact, a lot of people don't pay any attention to that. And I think of intuition as God talking to me, telling me this is what's going on with that person. Either I can stay away or I can get involved or I don't have to, you know, it's just a matter of being able to read people's energy. So when I start people in my program with clients, I start with an intuitive energy scan where I scan each chakra because there's characteristics to each chakra. And I come up with the story of their life and how they've been living of, of their soul, actually. And when they say, boy, you're really hitting the nail on the head. I, that's exactly right. And I'm giving them visual images of things and I'm giving them feelings that I'm getting from those specific chakras. Then I can piece together the story about them and we go through it chakra by chakra. And then we can develop a plan on how they want to move forward. So it's a really nice way for people to be seen, which is what everybody wants. They wanna be seen, they wanna be known. And it's a holistic way of doing it. I'm not just looking at them. I'm looking at their energy, which is how they show up in the world. And they're getting the report back. So some of it can be kind of um, negative because we're looking for those places where they're blocked. Now, where the blues singing comes in is about, well, this April, it'll be 30 years ago. Wow. I was finishing up chiropractic college and my I was pregnant and my baby was stillborn. And I had been, um, my husband had been playing blues, uh, bassist. He's a bassist and he'd been playing in a blues band and we went to the Mississippi Valley blues fest, which was right in our town. And I said, well, I want to go to the tent stage and see the blind boys of Alabama. And I did. And I had a healing experience with them have since become friends with them. Um, had dinner with them before a show here. And just a couple of weeks ago, we all got together again because they were playing in Iowa and found out that two of the guys are living in the next neighborhood to my son down in Atlanta. Oh so I'm like, goodness. this is getting really interesting. <laughs> 30, really you know, great. 25 years later, I'm with them and I'm saying uh, the the last remaining original blind boy, he just retired. He, he was friends with my friend, Gloria Hardiman. She's an alligator records recording artist. She lives here. And um, she said, I'm friends with him. And I told him about you and he wants to meet you. And so I went and met with them and we got along like a house of fire. And so I started my band in, uh, let's see, about 12, 13 years ago. Wow. And I sing women's empowerment blues because 
healing uh, with blues music is very much part of what blues is all about. Blues is a healer. Any musician will tell you that. And the fact is, is that however I can reach people to heal them, that's how I want to do it. And I can sing, so why not? Do you uh, create original songs or you do a lot of covers or both? I, I do mostly covers and I try to do stuff that people don't get to hear that often. Um, Coco Taylor was Gloria's mentor. So I consider her my godmother of blues. And ha I have met her when my husband's band opened up for her some years ago. And um, I also do some Sippy Wallace tunes, some um, Big Mama Thornton and Sister Rosetta Tharp. And I like to bring forward women in blues as opposed to singing all the same old stuff that everybody hears. Right, because you know, a lot of, there's some great you, you see a lot of men in that blues uh, area. I'm That's not right. real in tune to blues. Only thing I kind of know is, you know, maybe BB King and Muddy Waters, you know, that is my extension of it, but I'm going to have to go in and listen to a little bit more because- Listen, listen to, if you want to hear somebody really great right now, um, her name's Candace Ivory. She did a whole album of Memphis Minis tunes Candace, who wrote When the right Levee Breaks. Candace Ivory? Yeah, she's great. I just listened to her the other day and she's just, she, I'm like, geez, I want to do that too. Uh, I mean, I can have so many parallel lives, but uh, Memphis Minnie wrote many great blues tunes. One of them uh, was very made very famous by Led Zeppelin, When the Levee Breaks. And that's a Memphis Minnie tune. So this is why I try to move women forward in the blues, because there's plenty of men. We don't need more of that. What we right. need is the women to step up. And there's lots of great women in blues. Yeah. Well, many, many now, do you wonderful play an instrument? women. No, I'm the vocalist. Oh, so I can sing. well, you, you know what? You got to pick up that harmonica too now. <laughs> Well, I think I do pretty good with my voice. Healing yeah. with the blues. That's right. I'm healing with the blues. I've got nothing left to lose. That's why I'm healing with the blues. Well, I tell you. <laughs> uh, have you guys done a CD or anything? We don't have one recorded yet. It's coming out probably the beginning of next year. Okay. Well, definitely let us know because we want to get For down. Sure. To get down. My yeah. mother is a big fan of country music. Uh, and I love that because it tells a different story. What does the blues do for your soul? What does it, how does it make you feel internally? Well, it, I get the rhythm of it much better than anything else. I think uh, like, I really like roots music. So I like reggae and blues. And those are the things that really touch my soul. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. And the blues isn't just sad. There's happy blues. There's sexy blues. There's sarcastic blues. I have one tune that I do that's pretty sarcastic. There's party time blues, but there's also sad blues. And when we sing or when we play sad blues tunes, it helps us to release the sadness that we have within ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it is definitely a healer because what we're doing when we heal is release emotions that were submerging because when you suppress your emotions it's not healthy although we've been taught boys don't cry and girls should be nice but if you don't allow your emotions to be expressed they will come out some other way and it won't be good absolutely so let's talk about every let's yeah. go back to the every emotion that you have it, it has its own physiology in your body 
So feeling joy is not quite the same as feeling ecstatic. Right. Or feeling satisfied isn't the same as feeling glad. They're all positive, but they're just a little bit different. So the physiology that happens in the body is different. Okay. So fire is different endorphins and and, uh -huh. and different uh, pheromones or whatever come out. It just depends on who it is. Now, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about inflammation. Uh, okay. Inflammation is, is people can't see it. You know, they see that their stomach's a little bloated, but they don't understand the other organs inside of the body. Is there anything that we can do to really kind of, you know, maintain that, reduce that? I know a lot of chiropractors that I've talked to before talk about the inflammation is the onset of disease. Well, think about what inflammation is. It's inflaming something. It means something is hot. It means something is engorged or there's too much blood supply. Why is that? Because things are out of balance. So one of the things that you can do for inflammation is to meditate. You want to start from the inside out. Okay. Um, some of the substances that you can use to reduce inflammation are turmeric is a really good um, substance to take in, to ingest um, for inflammation. But really what it's about is releasing your negative experiences. Okay. Because when you suppress them, they come out another way. See, this is one of the ways inflammation that negative experiences come out when they haven't been expressed Absolutely. and released. Absolutely. That's very, it true. all starts with what you feel. That's how you experience the world with your feelings. And when you're taught not to experience your feelings, that's suppression and it will come out in another way, like inflammation. Wow. So that's what we're clearing up when we're doing that, that quantum healing, we're clearing that up. Absolutely. So uh, I was going to ask you about the, you have a podcast, right? Well, actually I have a live um, video that I do every week in my Facebook group. And that's called Healing with the Blues. And it's grief support for women, um, grief support and tools for women. You can join that group on Facebook. Just look for the group that's called Healing with the Blues. There's a page too. There's a website too. But that's where I do my live healing sessions every week. And there's lots of good stuff in there. Also have a YouTube channel, Dr. Tanya English. And we have interviews with other healers. We have interviews with blues musicians in that uh, YouTube channel. And then I have how-to videos and frequently asked questions, especially about grief. Because um, a lot of the work I do has to do with getting people out of grief. Not necessarily getting them to stop it, but walk through it and come out the other side. Because yeah. the shadow of the, the, the valley of the shadow of death is not for us to pitch a tent and live there. We're supposed <laughs> to walk through it. Absolutely. And I say, and go out the other end laughing and skipping and singing a tune. Yeah. So you can actually heal from those things. And that's the stuff that causes the problems physically. Right. And the suppression. We have to, we have to work on our spirit. Because there's four legs to the chair of health. There's physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And when you leave off one of those, that chair isn't stable. So right. if you're leaving off your emotional health, it's not going to be stable. If you're leaving out your spiritual health, it's not going to be stable. Most people are concentrating right now on physical and mental. 
but there's two more and we right. have to work on well, those I, two. I was telling someone a few days ago that the spiritual component is you know they confuse spirituality with religious doctrine or their own totally different something it is totally different you're totally different to a different frequency you're ascending to somewhere else people don't get that they're still stuck they're not woke yet they're not awoken well that's yeah and then once you're woke what do you do with that you have to do something active with that and that's why what we're seeing right now in the world is people dividing and that's going to be there's going to be more of that because there are people that are going to turn toward the light and people that are going to stay stuck and you got to make a choice and if you decide you're not going to make a choice you've already made your choice so i would say would you rather live in love or would you rather live in fear exactly and And that's why there's a lot of problems in the world because people are so afraid afraid of each other afraid of themselves afraid of whatever thing they've invented to be afraid of you know it's not for nothing that we have all of this mess going on around us but i believe that there's a much bigger wave of people who want to walk in the light who want to walk in love and that's one of the reasons why i'm doing this with you today because i want that message to get out there that there are places that you can go one of them is to come to my my group where you can go and meet like-minded people and also receive some relief because you need relief from this constant barrage of negativity that you've gotten most of your life. Exactly. And you're living in an echo chamber because everything around you is reverberating the same negative vibration. That's why I'm a a fan of my singing bowls, changing, changing the megahertz, just that alone, just the tune. Yeah. I have a wonderful sound healer that I work with named Alma Drake and she does the most beautiful sound healing with me um and it's helped me so much just to know that that's there for me and I can go release a lot of stuff without having to speak the words I mean that's pretty awesome and and the other thing that I would say is like people think that they have to do so much all the time if they're not doing 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 there there's no worthiness but I'm going to tell you, you're not a human doing, you're a human being. So allow yourself to just be, and that be enough for you to feel worthy of being here on earth in this garden that we have. It's an amazing experiment that we're here on earth in this physical form. And if we make the most of it, we can have an incredible, miraculous life. And that's what I, I, you know, I could talk to you for hours. I wish I was there. I'd be one of your patients for sure. I know. Get on the table. Exactly. Exactly. I will figure it out. We'll definitely figure it out. Uh, In closing, what do you want your legacy to be, Dr. Tanya? Ooh, that's such a good question. I was thinking about that. And I would like it to be that, that people walk away from listening to me or having worked with me, knowing that there's more for them, there's more love for them than they ever thought was possible. And it's okay to have that feeling, that feeling of love. And that's what really is going to save everyone is the love that's there for us. Well, you are full of love and full of light. Uh, you are a true testimony to what it means to be grounded. Thank you. Even though you deal in the quantum field. <laughs> I encourage you. You've tried over the counter. You've tried self-medicating. <laughs> you've tried maybe some counseling and some psychotherapy. Why don't you try some quantum energy? 
Why don't you try some chiropractic? Why don't you try some acupuncture? Why don't you just sit in silence and try some meditation? All of these things, as Dr. Tanya English said, they don't put anything in you and they don't take anything out of you, but they do raise you to a higher level of consciousness, awareness, you feel good, you're happy, you're smiling, and it's miraculous. Give it, you know, the first time, you don't know what to expect. The second time, you might have a little, you know, twinge. The third time, you're hooked, because I know I'm hooked. I'll tell you what, it doesn't take more than three minutes for me to show somebody how easy it is for them to heal. That's the main thing. It's like healing is always available, and it's so easy to do. But sometimes you need to have a mentor or someone who knows what they're doing to guide you in that. That's where I come in. Now, do you mentor uh, and coach other chiropractors in these modalities? No, because other chiropractors are not that interested in doing this. The work that I do is for the people who are interested in going to release their past. So working with people who are in grief. So other chiropractors are not my audience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, there's no reason why I can't work with them. Right. But that's not who my audience is. My audience is, is women who are in some kind of transition, usually from grief or uh, some other kind of loss, N not necessarily loss of a loved one. It could be loss of a lifestyle, loss of a job, loss in their life that they've never dealt with because they were taught not to deal with their feelings. Hmm. So I'm for those women. Well, and we are for you. So Brains, uh, Dr. Tanya, tell us one more time, how to get in contact with you directly and you have a special uh, consultation offering. Yeah, I would love to have a consultation with each of you and you can go to heal.me forward slash Dr. Tanya English, D-R Tanya English, T-A-N-Y-A-E-N-G-L-I-S-H, heal.me forward slash Dr. Tanya English, schedule 25 minutes with me. You'll be surprised what we can get done in that amount of time. I want to get hit by the activator. I don't know why. That's you got to come here for that. You have I to be know. on the road for that. Well, again, like, you're going to fly me out me there. How, my girlfriend told me how pretty it was, and you're always welcome here. You are always welcome. <laughs> Brains, I need you to go in and like, love, share, and subscribe. What you my need brain. to do? Like, love, share, and subscribe to On the Edge with April Mahoney, the podcast. We are all over the planet. Anywhere that you get your podcast, you will find us. Uh, go in on social media, but do the inside work. Do what is important to you. Do what makes you feel well. Try something new. Thank you so much, Dr. Tanya English. You are the best. Bye, Brains. Thank you. <laughs>